Welcome to Absolutely Right. This is your host Aditi Surana. Have you ever heard a story so thought-provoking that it deeply inspired you? Has a character from a movie ever influenced you to make your own life decisions? We feel that connected with other people's stories as emotions are universal. Just listening to people's perspectives that are similar to yours or learning about unique ways in which people wrestle their challenges can gently open doors to your own reflection on a wednesday episode we dive right in the middle of the action we record real unscripted free flowing heart to heart conversations with actual people people with stories challenges ambitions but more importantly people with the will and passion to constantly learn grow and evolve yes people like you and me in today's episode we have rachel lopez with us rachel is a multi-passionate writer editor artist and podcaster in last 12 years she has worked with times of india time out vogue and the hindustan times in 2017 rachel discovered her love for artistic designs on mumbai taxi ceilings she started taking selfies with these decorative eclectic backgrounds This original art was showcased at the Kala Ghoda Art Festival last year and was covered by many international publications. Check her work out on Instagram at Greater Bombay. Though I love Rachel's art, I think I love her podcast Wordy Wordpecker a little more. On her captivating show she picks up some interesting words and talks about their origin, journey, transformation with time and culture, almost psychoanalyzing them. What a treat. Rachel is writing her handwriting sample in the other room. I'm going to call her back. Let's take a short break while Rachel is writing her handwriting sample. Hey everybody, welcome to another awesome week on the IVM Podcast Network. I hope you're all safe this week. Coronavirus hasn't stopped us here at IVM yet, and it is our fifth anniversary. You should be aware of that, and we'd like to thank ourselves for that. We'd like to thank our sponsors this week: HDFC Life and Paytm Money. Sponsors make this stuff possible. If you work for a brand which you think would benefit from sponsoring the show on IVM, please do reach out to us. We appreciate that. On advertising is dead. Varun is joined by Sarvesh Shashi, founder and CEO at Sarva, to talk about how he got into yoga, his Guruji seven-year challenge for him, and how Jennifer Lopez, yes, the Jennifer Lopez, ended up investing in his dream. On IVM likes Alika Antrikshan Sumit talk about some weird and bizarre shows and movies that they've seen. Uncle Please said just launched last week. On the first episode, Joel and Tushar debunk some common myths around the world middle class in their unique and satirical way. This week, listen to them talk about food and all the disinformation around it. On Geek Fruit, Tejas and Dinkar just saw Pixar's new movie Onward. Tune in to find out what they thought of it. On Absolutely Right, Aditi is joined by Rachel Lopez. They dive into her personality by analyzing her handwriting. On the Empowering series, Zarina is joined by Rohit Tapadia, Vice President of Isprava and Lohono Stays. They talk about the journey of an entrepreneur in the luxury home segment. And with that, let's get you back to your shows. Today we have Rachel in the studio. Hi, Rachel. Hello. So, Rachel, you're not supposed to say hello. You know that. I'm supposed to say hello because. I don't know. Tell me. Oh, you're supposed to do orgasms. Oh, am, am I supposed to? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I forgot. Yes. So, sorry uh, for those who uh, for those who clearly were not in the studio uh, and everyone else listening. Hi, I'm Rachel, and we were discussing the origin of the term orgasm. Uh, because Please tell us why. I have no idea. You'll have to sort of wait for season two of my oh. show, Wordy Wordpecker. <laughs> so Rachel has a show on IBM podcast, and that is called Wordy Wordpecker. That's right. And I love that show. Thank you. It was so much of fun to to hear your voice and the way you had written the show. Not only about the words and the history, but the way you had written Thank the show. Thank you so much. So nice. I really, Thank really you so enjoyed. Much. For anyone wanting to delve into how words sort of come about and the histories they go through. And the stories that lie behind them, please listen to Wordy Wordpecker on IBM after you've listened to this episode. Oh, <laughs> nice plug in. So when I asked you this question, or you were supposed to come on the show, yeah, uh, what thoughts went through your mind? Oh, uh, I was actually quite excited okay. uh, because I've been accused for most of my life. Uh, of having very good handwriting. You are that person. I am that oh person. Oh my god. Oh, I am yeah. that person and I do mean accused. I don't mean complimented because people have really looked at my handwriting and said, "Tumhari to bahut achhi hai." You know, as if as if this was something that I was doing especially to torment them, which I haven't. Oh, you did. You never know. Uh, shh. <laughs> Tomorrow on a very special episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, that happened. And uh, as luck would have it, I ended up getting into journalism, which means that your good handwriting accounts for even more because you're taking down notes when people are talking. You're yeah. taking it down as they are talking, and reading them back accurately, clearly. Is really you know life or death when you're and when was, you're a journalist. I mean, I was I was observing the way you were writing. You yeah. really write fast. Yeah, I would have to write because I'm writing at the speed of speech, and there uh-huh. are times when uh, uh-huh. <laughs> useless useless achievements number two. <laughs> uh, yeah, so even though you are using a recording device, sometimes you're just you know you need a backup, or sometimes you don't have a recording device or whatever. Or you have a skill. I, so I have a skill, yes, <laughs> which will take me nowhere. But actually, let's see where it. No, hang on. Let's yeah, it got it you to the show. Today. Come exactly. on, yeah, exactly. So, uh, what questions do you have? So, let me tell you the format of the of show. Course. I'm going to look at your handwriting. Yes. Talk about certain things, mm-hmm. and at the same time, we're going to talk about how you deal with your conflicts places where you feel nice. stuck and we talk about that as an experience oh, so that our listeners can, can connect to and understand what yeah. they are experiencing yeah. and also find a resolve if at all. Oh, excellent. Because readers, I got a hell of a lot of conflicts. So yeah, keep listening, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Great. So, uh, so uh, tell me as in, how do I start? Do I just tell you my conflicts or my handwriting <laughs> or what? No, let's talk about, uh, you carried some handwriting samples. I did. I want to look did. at them. Yes, please. Uh, so, uh, readers, you won't be able to see this, but... What I, I like did... how they call, how we call them readers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Occupational hazard. Uh, uh, <laughs> listeners, yeah. sorry. I said readers, which means like listeners plus readers. Oh, I'm, I'm use that. I'm use that. This is where you heard it first. <laughs> So, yeah, sorry for everyone listening. Um, what I brought very helpfully was samples of my handwriting from my class 9 history exercise book, uh, from my standard 11 or perhaps 12 uh, project that I did on verbal and non-verbal communication, it seems like. Oh, for uh, life. <laughs> yeah, complete with tables. And uh, last year, uh, some notes that I was taking when I was at an art and criticism class. And I'm really interested uh, in what you... In seeing how, yes, how you have shaped up? Yes, please. Okay. So, yeah, in, I guess you just scroll yeah. and you'll see them through. So, that's the oldest one. That's from somewhere in the early 2000s. And this is and the last year yes, one? Yes, that's okay. the one. So, uh, we, we're going to uh, upload these photos for sure. Excellent. If you're okay with that. Yes, please. Copy uh, my notes, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, if you look at it, your own handwriting. Yeah. And I want you to see... You know, some common patterns. Can you see your handwriting moves towards left? Yes. Even here, which is your uh, existing sample. Yeah. It is straight, mm-hmm. but towards, slightly towards left. Yes. Yeah. Now, everywhere. Yes. It is either straight or left. Right. Not right. Straight or left. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, we also yeah, have yeah. a right slant. So, when you actually yeah. have a right slant, that means you're more expressive. Okay. Now, what is interesting about you is you're very expressive. Right. And you have a left slant, which okay. makes you an introvert. Okay. Or somebody who would really spend time alone. Yes. And wouldn't enjoy communicating as much. That's interesting. Yeah. So, this is where graphology becomes interesting. Okay, that's interesting. So, one stroke spoke about your left slant, which mm-hmm. meant, uh, you know, yeah. your You mean introvert. I'm backward leaning in yes. when I'm writing the, the words. Yeah, yes. okay, fair so enough. So, imagine somebody sitting in the chair and... Leaning backward. Yeah. So the person, you know, you don't want to approach and immediately yeah. start a conversation with. Yeah. Whereas, if you look at your handwriting, it's slightly big. Yes. Like from a, compared to normal handwritings that you can see around. Right. This one. Yeah, except for that one. Yeah. 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 That's an average handwriting sample. And this one, if you so look I'm, at it, is a larger handwriting I'm bigger sample. than average ladies. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why ladies? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, sorry. everybody. Sorry. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, sorry, sorry. Scrap that. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> so when we look at that... Uh, that means you love to talk, okay. express, and okay. everything that you express, you kind of make it more colorful. Okay. Now, this is a general comment that I'm making about okay. anybody's handwriting that is bigger than normal. Right. Now, you have two contradictory strokes. Yeah. Right? In one place, you don't like to talk much. And in other places, you love to express. That's true. Now, this is where the combination of personality happens. Right. Yeah. I would state your personality or if I have to describe it, I would say you're selective with whom you speak. Okay. And when you speak, you really take time to open up. Open up. And when you open up, when you describe things or when you discuss things with people, you speak in a manner 
as if the person is experiencing the same moment. Right. They okay. have to experience what you have experienced. Excellent. Exactly the way you did it. Excellent. And if they don't get it, if they try to kind of, you know, summarize it, quickly run, you know, run through the details and say, okay, like, oh, that happened. Mm. Like, no, no, that, that didn't happen. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you exactly oh, what happened. My friend, let me tell you, could be tattooed all over my body. <laughs> Yeah, Frank, if really? you are listening, oh. look what's happening. <laughs> Who is Frank? So Frank is my boyfriend oh. and he makes fun of me because when I when he has when we have a differing opinion <laughs> or a way of looking at it, like I will literally hold my finger up and be like, oh. let me explain something. <laughs> okay. And yeah, and then I, I you know I'll kind of run through it and whether I have explained it to him or not, it doesn't matter. I've got it out of me, man. Yes. So that's, yeah, that is me. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. So if you if you think what I'm saying is correct, you have to say absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah, that's the name of our show. So yes. just for plug in, I'm gonna say this. No, every absolutely time. Yeah. right. Absolutely right. So uh, now if you if you look at it, that part of you has never changed. Oh God. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, please keep going. Yeah, and all the people who thought that you uh, try to impose yourself right. by repeating yourself or by giving those ideas and constantly saying things, let me tell you, they were correct. <laughs> <laughs> let me explain something. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you are absolutely right. I have nothing more to explain. Not, not in this no. scenario, but that's so interesting. And you got all of that from. These what two, I wrote and from the speed at which I wrote it? Not no. at all. So I do not read what people write because uh-huh. I don't want to get influenced. Yeah. I don't want people to say, let me explain. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, secondly, I, I make sure that only traits are looked at. Okay. So if I look at even the word, I would break it. I would not look at as an, oh, any word as an entire thing. I would just look at it as a graph. Okay. That's why the study is also called graphology. Right. Where you study the graph behind the handwriting sample. Right. So it doesn't matter what I've written? No. As long as it's in the English language? And it is written uh, spontaneously. Okay. Uh, if you if you write uh, in a manner that is, uh, you know, if you copy or if you write yeah. from memory a poem or something, then it does not, uh, okay. doesn't talk about you. Would you like me to read what I've written? Uh, yes, why not? <laughs> I haven't, I haven't read it, but yeah, of course. But it, it, it connects very uh, briefly to what we were discussing before we started recording. So, here no, or on the recording. We, are, the record. yeah, yeah, we started true. like that. That's true. Shucks. Okay, so <laughs> it connects to something we were discussing as the show started. So here goes. Did you know that the word climax in the sense that we understand it in the sexual context today is only about a hundred years old? No. The end of World War One, which happened in 1918, and the rise in formal psychoanalysis is what led to a closer study of the female orgasm. Oh. Ooh. So until then, it seems a woman's satisfaction was not even considered worthy of importance. Yes, yes. No, no. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I'm so happy we had Kama Sutra. I'm so happy we had yeah, Kama Sutra. Yeah, for five, East, 5, 5,000 years better. ago, people thought Absolutely. women are like more important because Absolutely. yeah, many positions are for us. So, like, I'm very, very happy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But now you also know why you must listen to her show. <laughs> She's so good. Like we spoke about all this just before the show. And when you started reading, I wanted to just listen to what you said. Oh, right. fun. Thank you so That's much. so nice. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. So uh, over to you. Ask yes. any questions. And we so, take it from there. All right. So uh, I'm actually quite interested as a journalist in what you would do. So you have seen three distinct paragraphs of what I just read out. Yeah. And you said that you look at groupings of letters, your graphs. Yes. So let's say I think the largest word that I can see on the page is psychoanalysis. Right. What What are you looking at when you look at the word psychoanalysis? Oh, so I would look at the le- alphabet P. Okay. And the P would be common in two, three, like, you know, it would be there in the handwriting in twice okay. or thrice. So I would look at variation of P. Okay. Also, I would look at how the longest word or any other word or, or the entire sentence is going. Is it going upwards, downwards? Is it going wavy? Hmm. A specific word is coming down, going up. All of that are the minute observations. There are around 800 permutations and combinations of handwriting strokes. Okay. And that's what makes it so, so interesting. Exciting. Yeah. Also, people are that complex, right? That's I true. haven't come across an identical handwriting till date. Wow. Not that I could have But that's what I'm just saying. So, my handwriting is very, very close to my mother's. 
and are you similar to her in many ways yeah man despite my best efforts <laughs> despite my best efforts yeah somebody said once that no matter what you think you are doing you will turn into your mother one yeah, day yeah like no yeah i spent i spent most of my youth trying not to be like her and then yeah. i was like you know i'm really tired let me just try to be me and i ended up being her and mommy <laughs> so <laughs> no we share more or less the same traits yeah and and that's why you so it's both ways either you felt influenced by her so much that mm-hmm. you copied her handwriting which right. does not happen most of the time or you just copied her traits yeah and then your it handwriting through the handwriting yeah oh that's so interesting So how do people's personalities and traits come across through handwriting particularly in a time when we're all taught at least in school to follow the same cursive to follow the same capitalized letters and there are so many formal efforts to standardize how we write and yet we end up breaking free of all of that right and yeah. and do you do you know this like this uh, you know uh, one teacher teaching exactly same cursive stroke and every student in the class yeah who's copying and pasting technically yeah. creates his own script wow how does that happen and have yeah. you noticed this it i used to, it used to happen to me but probably i'm i'm a nerd in this area mm-hmm. i would pick up a handwriting and i would know whose notebook it is wow but i believe that's a common thing many people can do it like because you know your handwriting becomes yeah, thicker come to think, yeah yeah, yeah come to think come of to it. This, if you yeah. know if you know them friends, well enough yeah, you know, and if yeah. you're growing with them for over 10 years then you can pick up a notebook and you know whose handwriting it is that's or whose true. notebook it is for that's sure true, that's true. and how is that possible yeah and technically if the source was same you're just copying yeah and you just created in your own script that's what you're saying and because your brain can see something but by the time you process especially mindless activities give a lot of information about your mind than you can imagine wow what other mindless activities uh, <laughs> should i be should i be a little concerned about but anything like you know uh, some people eat their favorite dessert in the beginning of the food yeah. and some people keep it to the end yeah. that is about delayed gratification or right. not so people right. who can hold their favorite item at the end of the meal right. they they believe in delayed gratification it's the only good thing about being an adult <laughs> it is literally the only good thing everything else is a trap well, which is uh, you can being, eat your dessert being able to dessert at yeah being able to eat dessert anytime is literally the only good thing about yeah but it still talks about you that's true yeah. and so whether you like it or not still delay it yeah. yeah i mean what is that guys <laughs> <laughs> or the colors that you prefer or that's your true. fashion sense you know all these things are constantly talking about you It's just that uh, we don't have nerd, enough nerds to really pick it up and That's study true. every choice. We had some in graphology, so we here we are. Okay, which yeah. actually then brings me to my next question. And mm. sorry, I'm going to just get bombarded. Please, you. please. Uh, what would you change about the way that I write and 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 the way that it looks on the page that would essentially give me a better edge in not just professional success but like a happier, more chilled life? What conflicts do you see that could be resolved? Uh, first. If I want to talk about three important ones, mm-hmm. I feel uh, one, you are very excited as a person, but at the same time, that excitement mixed with emotion right. can become temper. Oh, uh, can become impatience. Okay, uh, <laughs> can become uh, somewhere you are rushing to get right. to the end, right? Uh, and without actually letting other people be involved in the okay. process. Okay. So same same trait can be expressed in three, four different right. ways. So whichever is applicable it, to you, and it connects quite nicely with your introvertedness as well, because the less that you are engaging with people, the more you'd want to not work within yourself. No, maybe. No, no, not at all. It's nothing to do with uh, other people and yourself. Even if you are alone, and if you have to get to the end of whatever you are doing, okay, you would get impatient about it. Oh, okay. So it is not about people. This trait has nothing to do with interaction. Right. But when you are interacting with this trait, which is like you are rushing and like you know getting to the point with a lot of excitement. and if people are slowing you down that would irritate you if people are standing in your way and they are like giving you bullshit you're like oh my god yeah, i yeah, see through yeah, it yeah. and i don't know how to like yeah, not show it on my face all over the place <laughs> you know one tight slaps yeah. in my mind all over the place get there faster yeah but uh, prospective employers please note i do complete all projects that are given to me thank you and prospective uh, team members prospective team members uh, uh, i love you <laughs> i love you all don't worry take your time to get there oh oh right now before yeah, you meet me yeah get there only a little faster chalo <laughs> Oh so, that's so interesting. So if you and this this time or the speed is only your idea of speed. 
So when you want to like chill and when you want to take your own time, yeah, this is suddenly not applicable. Yeah, that's true. So Frank, uh, uh, yeah. over to you. <laughs> uh, sorry, Frank was not available for this portion of the recording. <laughs> Frank was in a room somewhere doing an evil oh laugh. Oh my god, yeah. He would Vindicated be Vindicated like, thoroughly. Oh yeah, uh, he would like clap for me and slow clap for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this is this is an expression, right? So for example, uh, the idea of speed drives your performance, your idea of like, you know, how good and efficient somebody is yeah. a lot. Yeah. Which is merely a judgment or a perspective. Yeah. Something for you to think about. Yeah. And also has helped me in good stead because the nature of journalism is such that speed is rewarded. So right. I've been able to thrive in it. For yeah, you know, it's exactly very interesting. These. So when we get rewarded for our flaws, mm-hmm. we see no reason to change them. Speed is not a flaw. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I see what you mean. You are absolutely right. I see what you mean. Yeah, so that was my first point. Mm-hmm. The second one is... Uh, your imagination, again, your strength and something that you really, really, uh, you know, take pride in. Yeah. You're really good at. At the same time. Uh, How do you see that in, in the way that I have written? Sir? So, for example, yeah. when you write your letter Y. Okay. Can you see they become the loop, which mm-hmm. is like the, the lower the portion, tail. the bottom yeah. tail is wider. Okay. It's not like, you know, that sometimes it, uh, in some places it ends like this. Mm-hmm. But otherwise it becomes like this round uh, ah, like there's a flourish you flourish okay. but also flourish which is horizontally wide okay. uh, it's like horizontally extended uh-huh. whereas if you have uh, some people have very squeezed yeah. portion there yeah. so that is specifically material imagination wow yeah material which means you would look at uh, the the furniture you look at like very very small minute things and you want exactly what you want okay Exactly. Isn't that everybody though? Uh, Isn't that everybody? No, 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 okay. no, no. Oh, exactly means that exact shade, ah, that exact okay. shape, yeah. that exact brand, hmm. uh, and that exact timing and exact speed. Right. So with so many exacts, uh, if uh, somebody has uh, any opinion other than what you thought was correct, oh my God, I can only imagine. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, I, I, I think I think they get the rough end of my speed, if oh, you know what I mean. I totally understand. And wow, um, so you could get that I'm an imaginative person from the way that I loop the bottoms of my Ys, which will mean imagine, G and yeah, but not only imaginative; it is material imagination. So as if you uh, like creative, <laughs> not fantasies, no, don't go down. Why not? <laughs> no, not here. Okay. Oh, not here. So okay. if it is creative imagination, right. where you kind of you know some people strategize well, right? Some people have spatial imagination, right? So there you know there are multiple ways in which you can imagine things. Oh. In your case, it is specific. Material imagination, figurative things that already exist, exist than also things. even a word. Okay, like if you look at a word, you look at it as a an exact form, right? And you want that oh, form. That is so interesting. To, that form has to be respected, understood. It's not like a combination of letters for you. Okay, it's truly a form that that builds something, right? Because words are codes. Yeah. In the way that they are for you, but differently for me. That's so interesting. Oh, so oh yeah. See, two word nerds get together. <laughs> and look at things from different and angles. Absolutely. Because yeah. it's so it's so fascinating to me that you are looking at all these words on a page and saying so many different things. Whereas I'm looking at all these words on a page and saying, Oh, you know, truncations came about uh, you know, in the in the mid in the Middle Ages. Uh, I know that uh, certain letters actually come from from Wales and from Welsh languages, right. and you're like, you know, this girl has an overactive imagination or a material <laughs> imagination, and I'm just like, wow. So the codes actually there's so read much embedded in words that we sort of take for yeah. granted, yeah. and some of us just read them because you know they have the words sexual and and climax and orgasm in it. So. Yeah, they're like, oh, a nice paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is so fascinating. Okay. Um, the third point. Yes, please. Yeah. So when you uh, start thinking about a project yeah. or any idea, yeah. uh, you have an end goal in mind, yeah. which we established with our other conversation. Yeah. But you tend to, or at least you're doing this over last few months, mm-hmm. you are holding yourself back. Really? Like you're some areas where you're like, uh, am I like either too excited? Um, should I do this? Hmm. So there are these questions 
which are coming after committing to a project. Okay. Not like before committing. Prospective employers, please turn away now. <laughs> Sorry, prospective employers, please turn away now. Yeah, so you are... Uh, how do you how do you figure that? So I mean, I I wouldn't agree necessarily because the opposite is actually true. Okay. But tell me where you're coming from, and I'll explain. Okay. So for example, what my life is. are you are you on a diet by any chance? Not at all. What are you constraining yourself from doing? Um, it's interesting that you said a couple of that I've been doing for a couple of months because mm. I think since November onwards, I've committed to myself uh, to do less. Okay. Yeah. And not exactly a diet, but to do less and eat less because while it has absolutely no bearing on the way that I see myself, I'm just, and Frank, this is where you come into the picture. Again. We've just been <laughs> indulging ourselves like fools, uh, which is not helpful for either of us. Uh, so the goal has been to do less and eat less, but mostly do less because I have been thinking that over the last year, I've taken on a lot and it's been rewarding in many ways. And I would never, ever uh, spit on the gifts received from the universe. Uh, but at some point, it has left me exhausted. That, so. that exactly the point. So when you hold back yourself consciously, mm-hmm. where you are a part of you is like tempted, wants to jump, yeah, and other part is like, oh no no, let me be this adult and this matured person, and yeah, let me not yeah. like give in. That is constraint. And but that's, that's a I'm good talking. thing, right? Sometimes you need constraint, you guys. Oh, it's a good thing. It's just that I'm telling you. So if you imagine you're yeah. doing it unknowingly. Yeah. So you would have avoided. But that's coming through in the writing. Yes. Dude. Oh, there's so much. There's so much your handwriting can talk about. It is unreal. Like I, I, like, I don't know whether you know this, but I coach people based on these conversations. So literally, She's sitting there crying, by the way. This is what you can't see in the studio. She's weeping into her microphone. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that was no, a I'm very kidding. strong voice for somebody who was weeping. <laughs> so, yeah, you coach people into sort of changing behaviors? Yeah, because you really identify these, these minute patterns. Yeah. And you then you say, okay, you have this constraint. Uh, where is it applicable? Fantastic. So first I asked you about work and you said, not really. Hmm. Then I looked at food and you're like, oh, Perhaps. or other life choices. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, of course. So this is where you find it. But right. imagine if it would have been in your workspace. Right. Then we would have looked at it. That's then we would have seen, oh, okay, what is making you stop? And yeah. I would have asked more questions. Yeah. So as a counselor, when I began, I felt my understanding of your story is based on your story. Hmm. Which doesn't make sense because, because it's only one source, and also that 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 story uh, has to be questioned. Correct, so because I I'm telling the story, so obviously I'm the hero of my of story. Of course, and yes. also you are also avoiding facts, and you do not know the details because you do not look at yourself objectively. Nobody can. I can't look at myself objectively. But I'm giving myself away in so many other ways, which are alternate sources for your story, and also uh, points to question you. At least dig deeper. At least understand that can we go and look at that area which nobody is aware of at this point in time. I'm fascinated by this episode of Absolutely Right. Thank you. Let it be on the record. Uh (laughs) (laughs) That is so interesting. So I'm guessing that I'm giving myself away in so many ways that I have schooled myself not to Mm -hmm. and told myself that is not happening. But you can see the truth in many, many other ways. Yeah. Which then flips my question. Yes, please. And this is really exciting for me. If I change the way that I write, can I backtrack and change those things in my personality and my behaviors? That was my inquiry. And I'm (laughs) using this word very consciously. That was my inquiry when I was 22. And Mm -hmm. I started working when I was 18. Yeah. So after four years, I realized, oh my God, I can tell people what they need to do, blah, blah, blah. But So powerful. When you're 22 and you can tell people what to do and they're listening, so powerful. Uh, Yes and no, because, you know, I knew what the handwriting said, but I didn't know what they should have done. Oh, yeah. So I didn't have life experience to support it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can see this straight. And they say, okay, okay, what do I do? How do I fix it? Mm -hmm. And I was blank. I'm like, I needed to read. And then I did multiple therapies. And you need to have life experience as well. Fundamentally. And, you know, you can only look at other people's perspective from your own, own perspective, right? Your own life experience. So I in that inquiry led me to look at this reverse mechanism. Mm-hmm. So I started experimenting. Okay. So whomever I met, uh, I used to do shorter sessions. So I used to tell people, okay, do this. And I used to be in this, you know, obsessive hurry mm-hmm. to fix it. Mm-hmm. So I used to tell them, okay, Obsessive try. hurry, you say? I did. I used to be. I told you. <laughs> it was the past me, but not anymore. <laughs> so I actually used to ask people to change one or two things in their writing without telling them what they're working on. 
because I thought, what if it doesn't work and it backfires? Fair. At Fair. the same time, I didn't want them to be part of the process. Fair. I said, if handwriting has to work, and it has to prove itself. And that's a way to go about it. So yeah, yeah, I'm glad that you went down the path that you did. Also, yeah. handwriting had to prove itself because I needed to know only handwriting worked without mm. the person doing any mm. programming, any affirmation, none of that. Just mm. mere handwriting repetition. So we did that and there were strokes which had no meanings. Bro. There were strokes which were not alphabets. Wow. And we kept practicing it and random people came back. Right. Giving me feedback that they changed exactly the same trait. How cool. Because th- th- that's exactly was correlated, right? Right. That changed everything. Then I worked over the last 15 years nonstop on the therapy part of it. So wow. in this conversation, mm-hmm. I use graphotherapy, which is using handwriting to change certain right. aspects and build coaching on that. How much do you incorporate doodles? Because I doodle a ton. I always take samples of doodles. Okay. I don't analyze them much because I feel the mind freely flows mm-hmm. and goes everywhere. But I incorporate them. Okay. If they're excessively aggressive right. or if they are like repetitive, right. you know, uh, some people like only draw eyes. Mm. Some people only draw boxes. So, you know, those are the things if you if you see, they right. do have some context. Yes. But nothing every, comes out of nothing. Yes. Right? Yes. So every choice. Everything make, has something. Every playlist that you have. Every Netflix show you every watch. Every decision you make. Uh-huh. Everything nice. is constantly reciprocating what is happening. Right. Around you. And you're capturing it. You're absorbing it. That's and you don't think it has any impact. And you say, oh, I don't care. And it doesn't matter. But it does. You might, I would imagine, have clients or at least prospective clients who doodle more than they write in an age where we are all texting. So how does that uh, fit into? Even if they doodle, mm-hmm. handwriting is that one skill. You yeah. remember you learn to cycle. Yeah. And if you if you ask to cycle and if you're not into cycling, you'll you take five minutes, yeah. five, ten minutes to get your balance again. But right. once you get your balance. And handwriting is the same thing because it's muscle memory. Ah, muscle memory muscle memory girls that's, that's the whole thing because if it is uh, if and you boys have, sorry <laughs> yeah please be gender neutral on yes. the show please muscle memory <laughs> rainbow yeah <laughs> yeah so you actually can talk about multiple things oh, that is so cool that is so cool what are the biggest um challenges you find with the people that you deal with you know if you if you're going out into the world and they all have conflicts and they all have interests <laughs> and they all have things to deal with what eggs you or what irks you the most? I think my biggest challenge is people think handwriting is mumbo jumbo. Oh my God, really? They're like, really this works? Like you want, want us to believe like nobody writes nowadays and how right. is that even possible? So for 15 years, you know, there was a point in my life I got exhausted answering the same question. I'm right. like, I don't want to answer the same thing again and again and yeah, again. Please refer to my website. Yeah, Whatever that. But <laughs> then they're so curious and they're so innocently curious about it. Like, does it really work? Yeah. Yeah, I did a career in it. Yeah, wow. it kind of works, but yeah. it, it that was like that's one of the things that I struggle with. So yeah. I had to build a lot of patience, as I was saying. Yeah. So no more hurrying. I'm like, okay, ask me this question fifty thousand times and I will answer. I'd imagine because everyone just comes to you with a blank curiosity. slate. Curiosity, curiosity. It's genuine curiosity. Yeah. So they are not incorrect. Yeah. It's just that imagine from your end when you have to answer one thing again and again, and if you hear yourself saying the same words, right. it becomes interesting. Like, you know, that's actually you? yeah, that's actually quite interesting. <laughs> Uh, a friend of mine a couple of years ago had taken a class in graphology and I said, oh, really? You've taken a class in graphology now? Oh, you give that look. That exactly yeah, the yeah, look. Yeah, you know, so I had this like <laughs> eye roll and I was like, oh, what do you what do you think my handwriting says? Uh-huh. You know, and, uh, and she's a dear friend. So it's not like I would ever, you know, actively go up against her and tell her that, you know, it is mumbo jumbo or whatever. Right. And to be fair, I don't think it's mumbo jumbo. I do believe like you do that everything happens. There is there just because we don't see the backstory. There is no no backstory, right? And I love art. There are people who look at art and say, "My child could have painted this." Better, yeah. I don't understand it. Therefore, there is no meaning. And I think the fact that you don't understand the meaning should never ever be a reason to believe that there is no meaning. So yes, in anything, in anything, said in anything. So uh, she sort of looked at my handwriting and said that the way that I wrote my S's and you can fill in uh, the terminology. But I think the top curve of the S mm-hmm. of and this is the only thing that I remember unfortunately she said the top curves of my S which is sort of like a cup are, is too closed okay and there isn't any space in the in the top S yeah. and very interestingly she connected it to money she said it's probably what's stopping you from making more money now 
it's wonderful for anyone to hear that there is a possibility however nebulous <laughs> that there is a chance to make more money guys <laughs> so i was like interesting tell me more and she said if you have a less curvy s or, or a less least, squeezed one or, yes actually yeah, yeah, yeah that's a that's a very super uh, um way to put it you know and it would be less like a swan's neck so to speak for yeah. anyone who's listening and may not be able to imagine it a less like a swan's neck um uh, uh would be better for me financially in the way that i hold on to and i consider making money now this may or may not be true but to be able to zoom in on that and make that connection i thought was fantastic do you agree disagree how would you see it I would not fully agree on okay, this point. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I have not connected money to this particular stroke. Fair enough. So I, I probably she has different school of thought. Right. So, so I don't see that as a correlation. Mm-hmm. But can I comment about your money? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that you love challenges, okay. and money is one of the areas where you keep that challenge up. Yes. You don't take up assignments where money can come easy only for the heck of it. Okay. Otherwise your career would have been very very different. I'm not as bright as everyone <laughs> thought I was, see? <laughs> no, really. No, like fair you enough. you actually said no to assignments, projects yes, and jobs. Yeah, yes. and that is kind of difficult for people most people yes. to do, yes. especially in your your field where yes. Perks more than only money yeah. could have been much higher if you yeah. would have chosen something else. Absolutely, and it's a choice, not an inability to do something different, better, more lucrative. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. So when you do that, when you have that perspective towards life, then the the time, uh, the areas where you spend time is more important than only the results or outcomes. Great. In general. Great. Right. So if you are not enjoying the process. it can be tough it can be really really difficult absolutely but you want to make sure that that's are, where the fun is yeah you are involved you are engaged you are completely absorbed there that's i have another question one okay one second hold on you are absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> thank you i am i am thoroughly i am enjoying this conversation more than i am enjoying more than i usually enjoy handwriting oh, and you guys uh, she so, loves handwriting yeah yeah Great, so, please please go ahead so uh I would ask you questions around. Yeah. Uh, is there something that you would like to focus on right now? Yes. And channelize your energy. If, is there something more active emotionally or work-wise that you want me to address? Yes, absolutely. I think for this year, uh, I'm going to give you a little bit uh, about myself mm-hmm. and and for the people listening in as well. So I'm a journalist, which is a wonderful, fulfilling uh, job. I can't imagine doing anything else. I I I worked. extra hours yesterday oh, nice. and I, i went back home and whatsapp to everyone a great headline that i'd written i mean who does that right but yes so i have a very fulfilling job but i also have a thriving instagram presence in which i take pictures of taxi ceilings i'm at the greater bombay so shout out to me <laughs> uh and it's sort of taken on a life of its own it's an art gallery that has been developed just by me sitting in taxis over and over oh, again nice. while i'm commuting and that's had international recognition it was at the kalaghoda festival in mumbai last year it's going to be in oprah magazine in march it's been on colossal it's been on architectural digest internationally in europe south america etc so it's had a lot of coverage uh, so that's another thing i have the podcast mm-hmm. i have done some creative writing for bombay duck designs last year uh i have a column i have another column i have a ton of things that professionally are all wonderful mm. but mm. and here's where the conflict is i'm at that stage in my life where i need guidance from someone who understands the spectrum of what i do so mm. i don't need an art curator and i don't need a podcast advisor and i don't need a social marketing social media marketing advisor uh but i do need someone who understands the spectrum like i said of what i do and guide me forward and this has been a conflict over the last couple of months as well as in who has the right answers so yeah <laughs> please some help would be of- but do you know anybody who has uh, touched uh, the spectrum even in you know 50% was plenty of people in different ways people who are people who play musical instruments fantastically no no in your jobs. space not really not specifically to 
the the strange mix of things that I do. So thereby you won't find a person to comment and give you guidance. Not that I know of. Yeah, and also like if you look at it, there's a new media, and then there is old passion, and then there is creative writing, and there's like so much happening. She's crying into her microphone for the second time on the show. <laughs> yes, yes. You yeah, are so right. you wouldn't, you do not know a person. Yes. You wouldn't find somebody easily who would get the context of what you're doing. Yes. Right? Yes. So instead of trying to push yourself in that, you know, outward inspirational guidance or something or like to that. to find a Mr. Right. Mr. Right in this sense. Or Miss Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. What if we take a step back and ask yourself, mm-hmm. what is that? And not I'm not talking about goals and objectives. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about what aspects would you like to create as your life? By aspect, I mean... You wanted to capture the creative moment. Yeah. Or what you thought was fascinating. Yeah. That was the aspect. Yeah. You wanted people to see your perspective. Yeah. Globally. Yeah. Probably a few years ago, you would have thought about it. That was the aspect. Now, whatever has come true Mm -hmm. in all these multiple. Yes. Thank you, universe. Thank you, universe. Is a, a combination of the aspects that you demanded. Yes. It is not one of those things that happened. Yes. You asked for it. Yes. And when you asked for it, this this came about. Yes. In your mind, you kept imagining it. You never thought it would go, uh, your art would go Greater Bombay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at this level. No, I But you always didn't. thought something that you would do passionately would go places. I always wanted to be famous. <laughs> yes. And that that is how it manifested. Yes, or it, it came true, fair right? Enough. Yeah, yeah. So what if now you take a, take a moment to make a new aspect list? Hmm. Oh, that's an interesting way of looking at it. So aspect list is not a goal list for our listeners. It is a list where you sit down and ask yourself, what aspects do do I want to experience as my life? Not in my life. You know, I want a companion could be an outcome. It's a personal life, yeah. Whereas you want uh, want somebody to share your experience. You want company. Company. And that company can be... Uh, can be experienced with anybody. Fair enough. You know, not with one person. Fair enough. Uh, you want a job that can fulfill certain aspects. Yes. You don't know whether that's one job or multiple jobs put together. Yes. In your case, there yes. are so many different projects fulfilling yes. your all job. Yeah, everything job. I didn't know was inside me. Yeah. yeah. And it came out every time you responded to the new idea. Fair. Now that can happen only when you're consciously, unconsciously, knowingly, unknowingly hmm. dealing with aspects. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a good time for you to like really sit down and consolidate. Consolidate? No, no, not consolidate. Create a fresh one. Ooh. Okay. Not consolidate because it is not operating from your past references. It's not yes. like I had been there, so I would like. Fair to. There's no logic there. Yeah. Yeah, and I I see that with with people, and I, I think you can cry the third time, but <laughs> <laughs> but high performers. Yeah. Who go ahead of the curve. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm alone here now. Now there's yes. nobody. Yes. There is no uh, guidance. The brave are usually lonely. Yes. yes. And lonely because when they started, they just wanted to outcreate the available. Yeah. And now after having outcreated it, you're like, where do you now, go now? Yes. Yeah. That is, is exactly, nature? that is exactly where do I go now? Because but, like I, you know. But I, you outcreated hmm. with some references that you didn't agree with. Okay. Do you yeah? want to, do you want to. Go back and, and rephrase that for me. Sorry, journalist speak. <laughs> no, but you didn't agree with certain ways the way things were happening. Yes. You didn't think the art should be A, B, C, yeah, D. Yeah. You say, yeah. oh, what if this is something yeah, that I yeah. feel fascinated by and I make art out yeah. of it. And you held on to the idea yeah. uh, in two, con- two, uh, two perspectives. One is I didn't agree with something, so I'm going to do opposite or different than that. Yes. And secondly, I really felt passionate about this, yeah. so I'm going to pick yeah. it up. Yeah. No, there was no out creation in mind. Correct. Eventually, you created a game and you said, yeah. okay, oh, these people have done this. Let the me do something. The aim was always to subvert the herd. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So if you sit today, uh, like, you know, probably after this conversation. Fascinating. Yes. And find that point and ask yourself the same question. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just, we, <laughs> she did a non-verbal. <laughs> we just, yeah. <laughs> We just made hardships <laughs> with our hands like we were at like some, some kind of, you know, festival or something. But uh, no, that's just to sort of reiterate that I'm I'm really getting what's, what's being told to me in so many different ways, uh, which essentially means that, okay, let me, let me see whether I know. Uh, given that I'm going to always subvert the herd, yes. I can't change that about myself. Not at all. And you, you uh, can. So the S that your friend was talking yes. about. I would say that about it, that constant need for challenge mm-hmm. and constantly out creating the norms. Yeah. I would say that for me, that S, the, the way you write your S talks about that. 
Okay. So definitely that point and So keep the S or drop the S? I'll keep it up for oh, now. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. No, but I'm, I'm so fascinated because you've sort of hit the nail on the head in terms of the uh, the nebulous things that are going on in my head. Um, in terms of how I'm feeling literally over the last five or six months yeah. because it all sort of uh, snowballed or bottlenecked so to speak yeah. uh, over the last couple of months which made me think that oh god you know uh, if I if I only manage my time right I'll be able to do it all or why should I like I said spit on all the universe's yeah. gifts and you should just say yes to everything and this isn't really about saying no or some Instagrammable uh, you know wisdom <laughs> But it is really about sitting and figuring out what where you I want am and where truly, I'm going. Truly. And not even like setting a, a path, yes. not setting goals. I'm not talking. Probably that may happen in the future. Yeah. But I find the authenticity with which we create, you know, we write the first poem. Yes. When we write something because we are highly inspired. Yes. That may or may not be the finest thing. Yes. But that is the most the beautiful, yeah. most purest experience. Yeah. Imagine being able to do that in every creation. Yeah. You know, I feel that is satisfying. That's fantastic. It doesn't matter then where it goes because as you said, your Instagram page had a life of its own. That's true. And I feel every creation for me, I'm getting goosebumps. Every <laughs> session has a life of its own. Yeah. Every conversation like this, yeah. it takes its own turn and you, all you have to do is like go with the flow. That's true. But that happens with everything. Only hmm. if you remain authentic to yourself. And Let me just say something. Let me just say something. You are absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you are you are absolutely right. What can I say? Thank you. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, we literally had a moment both yeah, of us. Like, no, oh. I mean, listen, you guys, I mean, we're in your ear. But if you were here in the studio, we're sort of like looking at each other and going, yes, like, yeah. oh my God, isn't it? Like, oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah, this is... This is so, and we we can actually see all of this on YouTube. We're gonna publish oh, the no. conversation. Oh no! We're gonna see your. Uh, all Excuse the... me. Let me button up. Please. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? A push up to push up to push up. What are you? Whatever you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah sorry sorry let me let me let me explain should yeah, I? We, we were recording in the nude for uh, quality and training purposes <laughs> you can't tell from my handwriting that i have a sense no. of humor thank god no 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 i i don't think i had to look at the handwriting i heard your <laughs> podcast i knew it right can you tell me anything about my signature yes uh so your signature when you write when you write only your name mm-hmm you uh that means that you love your independence more yes. than anything else yes i do yeah if I you do, do not I, add any surname yeah. father's initial yeah the signature is not r lopez or <laughs> rachel middle name father's name whatever lopez it's just rachel just that yeah and that is because you uh so let's look at it okay why you don't want or not you but anybody who hmm. writes only the name do not want their identity to be colored hmm. by any other reference. Yeah. It's a baggage-free assertion of oneself. Uh, as you may think. I think. Yeah, yeah as you may think. Yeah. Uh, but it also comes from not confining. It also right. comes from a, a kind of a rebel that, that exists. Right. Uh, it comes from, I do not wish to carry this identity of as myself. mine. Yes. Uh, no, no. My family identity as mine for yeah. all the perks or disadvantages. Fair enough. All of that. So, Fair enough. Uh, you don't think about all of this. Yeah, yeah. But you, when you write and you yeah. choose that, yeah. all of this is expressed. No, and I do think about it because, uh, and it's interesting that you said it in the way that you did. Um, when I had to record my signature for my bank and mm-hmm. I was 15 or 16 and, you know, I, your parents send you with yeah, these yeah. little slips yeah. to bring 5,000 rupees or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the good old days. And uh, I think the teller said, is this your signature, beta? And I was like, yes. He said, where is surname? Where is father name? And I was like... <laughs> I am operating my yeah. account, pulling out my money. Right. This is my name. <laughs> no, no, official surname, <laughs> official signature have to have. And I was like, dude, I'm not doing that. And and there was literally a conversation. That, and even at 14, 16, it's not like I was consciously trying to be a rebel. And I never have been in, in that sense. Um, it just meant to me that if I'm signing my own name, I'm signing my own name. And for me, then and now... And my surname is Lopez, guys. You know, it could take me to Hollywood if I wanted. Exactly. So it's, yeah. You know, it's not it's not a run of the mill surname. It it distinguishes me in terms of my religion and my region, if if you care to look at it. And I was willing to forego all of that to have 
one, two, three, four, five, six letters. Uh, yeah. So you you might have thought that as your idea, but if you look at it, you know, without sounding very psychoanalytical about it, mm-hmm. but it talks about why you want your own expression out there. Right. Why you want to, in a way, move away. Right. Now that explains most of your choices in life. Fair enough. It's yeah. not hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> you are absolutely right. She says again. I should just make a. I should just make a voice note. Oh yeah. You're like, oh, let me play that yeah. one. I'll play that one. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So. Any other question? No, I have fully and thoroughly enjoyed myself. Me too. It was such a treat to talk to you. Thank you very much. It was it was mind altering uh-huh. <laughs> in the best way to look at a different aspect of and as and may I say have, you know exactly what it feels like to not be part of the herd. Oh, so this must be very fulfilling in 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 the way that you kind of go about your job. Completely. How, how wonderful! I I want to ask you one question. Yes. Have you reached the climax? <gasps> oh. <laughs> Thrilled, inspired and fascinated by Rachel's willingness to jump in with both feet, to own her space and function effortlessly from the state of flow. Have you ever experienced being in a state of flow? Flow is a state where you lose track of time, hunger and at times even of your own self. You are so absorbed in the task at hand that every action, thought, word seem to just flow with ease. sounds so poetic i was amazed to learn that you can induce this state at will the father of this concept mihali chiksen mihali calls flow the secret to happiness till then you let me know how you liked today's episode what did you learn from rachel's conversation what was your favorite part you can write to me on my instagram handle or facebook at aditi surana thank you so much for joining me on absolutely right Tune in on Friday to find the secret to happiness. Happy writing. Welcome to Peak Planet, a new podcast where we delve into the fallouts of the growth path that we and indeed much of the world has chosen. Sustainable growth is the buzzword. Until we nail that down, we need to ensure that we keep our population healthy and also have the resources for our increasingly urban lifestyles. I'm Karthik Ganesan, a researcher at the Council on Energy, Environment and Water, a Delhi-based policy research institute. Where for almost a decade, we've been trying to explain and change the use, reuse, and misuse of our resources. In the first season of Peak Planet, we take up air pollution, public enemy number one, and an invisible one at that. Increasingly, the most important risk factor for adverse health outcomes, air pollution has become the most unwanted byproduct for an aggressively growing economy. Over four episodes, we find out how prepared our systems are. to deal with this crisis. You can catch the entire first season of Peak Planet out now on the IVM Podcasts app or website or wherever you get your podcast from. Are you constantly seeking happiness? Wondering how to make the most of every day? How not to let your inhibitions stop you from achieving your goals? It's now time to get your A game on. It's time to unlock your true potential. Tune in to the empowering series with me Zarina Punawala to feel empowered in all genres of life from behavioral skills to management skills from health to relationships from mental well-being to emotional well-being and of course your finances I've got you covered with these tips and tricks from me Zarina and true life stories from my amazing guests you're bound to bring your purest to the table Tune in to the empowering series with Zarina Punawala every Thursday on the IVM podcast app website or wherever you listen to podcasts.